0: my elite friends. It's Adam Meister. It's January 28th, 2022. On Thursday night, I was, or Wednesday night, I was on clubhouse. Thanks to our buddies at coin beast. And I recorded it. It's like two hours. It gets jumbled and it's hard to hear some of the other dudes jump around this thing. Okay. It, you can hear me very well. Um, you try to get to the parts where you can hear me, I guess. It's, it's harder to hear the other guys. Some people ramble on. I think there's some interesting parts. But again, this is, a play the 2X if you can. It's it's pretty random. I didn't edit it at all. It is the the raw clubhouse, okay? So I'm just putting that out there beforehand. I, I don't want you to, you know, say this is horrible. I, don't, it, it, I can't hear it. Yes, it's it's a little different. So definitely jump around. It, there are some interesting points. I have no time to edit this thing though. Uh, so pound that like button if you're watching, and go to my videos and pound that like button. How about that? That's what I meant to say. Enjoy this, guys. It's it's different. I, I'm a unique beast. What can I say? Well, I, I mean, so many people uh, listening to this right now think the government is so smart and think you know. Think that go- I mean, no, they're not smart, and they're not monitoring every single thing you're doing, and it's they—they they have no idea what they're doing, and so, 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 so you don't have to. I mean, always fear the government, but don't be petrified of the freaking government. I mean, it's it, think of the government bureaucracy as just the, the postal service, okay? And the the the, the, the Fed, the the. Fear their <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely fear their help, but I, I, I really, and I, I just. I don't know why they haven't gone to FedCoin yet. Um, I think it, it'll it be as soon as they understand. As soon as they can do it, they're going to do it, okay? Um, but do, don't grant them the, the ability to do it fast because they're naturally slow. And if they were efficient, they would be in the private sector anyway. But I truly believe, though, if they go to FedCoin, um, w- we'll be in the roaring 20s again, that all this panic will will go away. Um, but, but in the long run, the people who get hooked on the Fed coin, it will be very, very bad for them. But again, Bitcoin is the is the way out of all of this nonsense. We can just watch it on the sidelines with our popcorn and, and enjoy it all and see the Fed coin. Mech. So I hope to, I, I know the Fed coin is going to happen eventually. So I just I like to get my needle right away. I don't like to wait for my, my needle when I go to the doctor. Well, I mean, when I was a little kid, I don't get needles anymore, but (laughs) I wanted to get it done with right away. So I want them to get this done with now. Just bring on the Fed coin, do it. Let's see what happens. Uh, because I just, this worshiping of every little word that comes out of the Fed's mouth. I'm sick of it. I mean, I've been through, I mean, and, and the theme of this discussion tonight, is this a bull or a bear market? um, yeah, I, I'm just sick of everybody panicking every over every little thing the Fed says or doesn't say. And the reason we're down in the 30s right now, partially, um, is just because of every this macro environment where everybody is, is just waiting on what the head of the Fed is going to say. So just get it over with. Bring on the Fed coin. It'll be out there in the open. And I think everything will boom again. And if people want to value their wealth in Fed coin, let them be idiots. And for the, the 20% of smart people, we'll value our wealth in Bitcoin and we will be fine. So th- th- there's my l- really long answer that tried to tie it into uh, the theme of the night too. So I, what else does everybody have to say about FedCoin? slope yeah. Too much credit. They're just slow. They're idiots. The hardware is so. What if the hardware is out there? They they have to actually implement it. And uh, I mean, Luke, you got a, You've made a good point, though. A strategic good time to to let it out now would be strategically a good time to let it out. And and again, I how do I think it will? Uh, I think it will supercharge markets just to, to just get it out there. Um, because the, the, if they have the ability to do negative interest rates, because that is what FedCoin allows them to do. And, and, and implement the servers. If they, they want to own Amazon, like, <laughs> there's no limit to what
1: the individuals that the Federal Reserve, the, the IMF, the Bank of International Settlements, and what they can implement. What
2: they're capable of implementing is is not limited by any means. And so I think that that to have anything to say about equipment or hardware or or it not being in place, that is not a thing for these people. It's it's just that the amount of devastation that's going to occur once they decide that U.S. dollar is going to go the way of the old yeller and it's going to be central bank digital currency. That's gonna wreak all kinds of hell on the world in itself because look at how many people are backing the currency on US dollars and then all of a sudden you're gonna create a paradigm shift for the entire system to go just to a central bank digital currency. It's I think that there's gonna be a lot more at stake globally than what people think and then even at home in the United States it's gonna create all kinds of controversy. I mean <laughs> You got to think about the generations that are going out, the ones that are coming in, it's going to be real interesting. And I think that just the way that it has to happen, they're going to use something to the extent, in my opinion, that's akin to cyber pandemics or something. And when they do do this, that's
1: going to also signal... They're wanting to roll out the digital identities and everything else that goes along with, let's say, uh, a health passport or anything, or a digital driver's
2: license or anything like that. And it's just how and when and at what point they do it is going to determine on how they can control the public. I mean, this this is all bigger than like
0: just like one little thing. It's all these people are connected like through the media, everything. It's it's not. <laughs> To, 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 wait wait, wait. I, I have to disagree uh you're complicating things way too much uh, all all the central bank digital currency all, all, the centra, all, the, all the central all the central all the central bank digital currency is is just the dollar it's not going to be very confusing at all you're just going to get your dollar a different way it's not going to wreak havoc at all it's it's i'm talking about in regards to how
2: holdings and savings it's not just the united states citizens whose savings are being devalued here and so like a transition like that they're gonna be like oh man you guys are just totally completely 100 off the rails we
1: ain't gonna mess with you no more We're, <laughs> <for Bitcoin
0: standards. laughs> no no no, they're not no they're not they're loser countries they could have done that a long time ago they're weak all the yeah they've stayed with it all these years you you get they're gonna the, they'll go to the bitcoin standard why why the heck would they go to the bitcoin standard they can still print their own money. They'll still be able to print their South African rand or whatever they do in those other countries. Why would they get fiscally responsible just because we become more fiscally irresponsible? They'll become more fiscally irresponsible. This isn't – you don't get it. This bit. This Bitcoin thing. Yeah. No, no you, you do have high hope. Bitcoin, most people will most people will never adopt Bitcoin. Most countries, th- those tyrannical leaders, to adopt Bitcoin, they give up all their power. They will stick with printing. I could actually see a lot of nation states and countries
2: just sticking with it because it's an easy handout
1: for
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's just that they're going to do their own central bank digital currencies, too, which will be able to they'll be able to monitor their people and everything a little bit better. I mean, there's only going to be a few central bank digital currencies that win in, in, in the end. And those are from the most powerful countries. China will be able to pull it off. United States, Japan will. These third world ones, they'll, they'll become more dependent on our central bank digital currencies. But uh, I, I don't think I think people will celebrate it. I, I think people will celebrate then, it. I will to you and say that I did just have a debate with somebody
2: the other day on, in a Twitter space about the, the speed with which all this is going to happen. Um, the, the the currency changing over to digital and everything else. I, I had somebody saying that it's going to be way faster, talking about a 24-month period. And... I just, I ended up conceding to them not on the 24-month timeline, but more of like a 10-year timeline, but just because it's, like you said, so much easier for them to do what they're doing and and keep doing it, And, and
1: my point to them was that with the way things are and how they manipulate indexes,
2: like CPI and everything, they can grind out the destruction of the currency for way longer than people think if
0: that makes any sense yes it does and negative interest rates allow them to do that negative interest rates give a whole oh, new yeah. a whole new paradigm to stretching out the current situation that we're in it gives them they could imagine in the future in the near in five years you get a mortgage for negative 10 percent negative so you 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 they pay you to take out a mortgage and every month your mortgage payment is less and less. People will still default on those mortgages too. People will still do, de- but it, it will just supercharge the economy. It will supercharge the economy.
3: That's so true that people will, they will default on that. They'll find a way to blow that opportunity. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know the timeline, like how quickly this is gonna happen, but um, I don't know. I tend to think it is going to be a little bit longer, but I don't know. I mean, they're if they had their shit together, they would have been on top of this, but I honestly think that Bitcoin has forced their hand. Um, and, and it's picking up and, and ruining their plans. Um, so I, I think why, I think why the pandemic was fumbled and just kind of, they stumbled out of the gate, like, oh, hurry up, hurry up, get it, get something out there to stop all those riots. Um, and uh yeah i don't know I, I don't think they're as competent as we think they are but um, i also don't think we should underestimate them
4: you know you know something um they're um they they kind of they're definitely working on a sped set-up timeline if you go read all the world economic forum documents it was all it's all talking about 2030 2030 2030 2030 2030 was the year that they're going to roll out all of these digital ITs, and they've been talking about this well before any mention of COVID. It was just, um, obviously, the, the repo market blew up in late 2019, the yield curve inverted in 2019, Fed was printing trillions of dollars in 2019, and the riots as well, Corey. You know, there was like nine countries with protests that were larger than a million people in size going on in 2019. It was almost as if they needed something to kind of, uh, well, one, explain the money printing that they had to do in early 2020, and two, stop all the riots that were going on in 2019 to stop a full-on revolution. And um, they're definitely working on an accelerated timeline. I agree with you there. Um, I think the next couple of years will be really, really interesting. The thing is, throw your hands for Gemini. No one's saying, like, we're in. Uncharted territory. Uh, you know, this time is different. I mean, if if you look at
1: history, this, I mean, these cycles repeat themselves. You know, uh, great book, The Fourth Turning. You know, it gets into all that. But you got you got to remember. I mean, it's not just
5: the Fed, right? You like you said, you have got this great financial reset in motion, and you know, we're assuming that the Fed and all these guys, they they still want to play the game. Right, Uh, but what if? And I'm just I'm just throwing this out here. But what if uh, they realize that they they have no more moves, right? I mean, it's either inflation, runaway inflation, or you tighten and the stock market crashes. So, I mean, the the Fed and all these central banks are out of moves. Uh, The only thing you can really do is is actually play a new game, Mm -hmm. and that's where I think central bank digital currencies. Uh, you know, it basically allows them to, to play a completely different game. Um, and we have to remember, though, the financial, global financial system is extremely centralized right now. So, obviously, Bitcoin, you know, is the solution. It, it tips it the other way. But, um, I, you know, I, I, I fear these, these central bank digital currencies are coming a lot sooner than people think. And it will short term. It's definitely going to create confusion. Um, you know, they're going to make, like like you guys said, Right. You know, people want their people want easy money. That's that's what they're used to. It's like a drug. That's what they're addicted to. So it's going to create a lot of confusion. So you know, short term, it's uh, it's, I think it's going to be a problem. But hopefully, uh, people awake, and uh, you know, we can orange pill and and you know get people uh, moving in the right direction. <laughs>
0: Yeah, John, you you hit you hit the nail on the head. It's a they're just going to do this is the this is the logical option now is to go to this. But they tried everything else. You got to try something new now. And I I it, for me it's one big experiment. I because I am safe in Bitcoin, so I want to see what happens. I want it to happen. I want it to happen real soon because it's going to happen. So yeah, and I, I agree with everyone. It, it hasn't sped up a, a bit. Um, I mean, there's everybody is noticing inflation now. So um, I don't think people predicted that we would have such big, inf- well, <laughs> logical people predicted this, but the people in the government, uh, did, did not foresee people starting to get annoyed by inflation and, uh, you know, the product shortages, you know, the, the government hasn't gotten it through the th- thick skulls. If you miss, if you mess with one aspect of production, if you tell people to stay home, of course, there are going to be supply chain issues eventually that you're not going to be able to predict. So I don't, I don't think they were ready Uh, and when I say they, I mean the government, uh, for, for supply chain issues. So that, that helps spend all this up, but yeah, I, I, it's going to happen and I, I hope it happens soon. I just wanted to get it over with and I feel very confident in my Bitcoin and it will be a way to onboard people into Bitcoin, a real life experience. Like, okay, dudes, they're totally monitoring you with your money. Now go to something, uh, that the government doesn't have hundred percent control over. Look at this, uh, orange, uh, orange pill here. So, I I mean, I try to put a positive spin on it.
4: even know how to use clubhouse
0: to be honest uh, maybe I'm just thinking about the topic of our room and everything and like what Adam's saying about the, the
6: central bank stupid and everything and I okay, mean I well, it's, Shelly hey, what's going on guys yo yeah, what's up Shelly how you doing in a while I know it's been a minute cool to see you guys are throwing a room well thank you um, so my thoughts are that Central Bank and the like,
2: they're the last tool in the bag, pretty much. If you look at the Fed and what they've said and how they've signaled and all their press releases over the last 24 months, they've exhausted their set of tools, unless they want to pull a rabbit out of a hat. That's going to be like they're saying, the CBDC, and, and, hey, in my opinion, CBDC it's gonna create a lot of weak individuals, and it it's, it potentially could create a hard times because of you know the, the impact on prices and everything that they could have with forced spending and all. I mean if if producers know for sure you're gonna absolutely have to spend on my milk and eggs, I might as well charge whatever I want for that milk and eggs. And I mean, but the thing is, is that could make the Bitcoin price go cool up. <laughs> Seriously, really fast too.
6: Yeah, independent of Bitcoin, I agree with your sentiments, and I just, I don't prefer the idea of that level of control, you know? It's like, okay, we don't like fiat, who cares what form it's in, some people might say that, but there really is a difference when there's just a lot more power there, and uh, whether or not they exercise it isn't the point, it's the fact that there's the potential.
1: I would concur with you, absolutely, in regards to your sentiments, and the potential for sure, what do you, what do you think in regards to uh, individuals who might receive that
6: and uh, do things with their other available let's uh, say, assets or funds do you think that they might vote into Bitcoin? I mean, yeah, I do agree that it depends if if people you know, I'd like to say everyone would feel the same way about it, but we know that's not true. That's why people are divided on a lot of issues, so if people liked it and they supported it and they're just kind of blind to the risk, then probably not. But if they don't like it and people start speaking out about it and kind of, you know, if the general consensus is that they agree that it's uh, taking away some of their freedom and liberty, then maybe they will. And that's what I would hope for. I mean, personally, I feel, and I think that uh, if if it does come down to that and that's the way that it goes, I I think definitely there's going to be an uptick in in market movement in regards to Bitcoin price just because people are going to get bored. I mean, they're going to
2: have bread and butter heated to them easily through USDC or like CBDC Cuck Bucks, what's going to happen next is you're going to have, people are going to be looking for other places to go with their funds, they're just not going to know what else to do, like, where are you going to save your money if it's being forcefully spent, like, use it or lose it, period, well, I I better go buy a ton of bread and some butter and, like, salt and, it's going to be like 1920 again, right bu- Right before it got really good, like Adam said earlier. And then it's going to be really good if you're holding Bitcoin afterwards. I mean, because that's hyper-Bitcoinization will ensue, I firmly believe, if we go the route of CBDC. That's why I believe right now every Bitcoiners' plan should be to get into their own form of a Citadel. And uh, and be prepared. Uh, Because, yeah, it might be the roaring 20s, and that'll be fun. Um, But whenever everything else goes to hell, uh, they're going to be turning towards everybody that
1: has a a Bitcoin, you know, any Bitcoin swag or anything that they got at a conference. They're going to be coming after you. um, So get the, get, hunker down, get ready. I just met one of my neighbors. Like, for those that know, I moved out to acres
3: of land. I'm out of the city. I'm done with that. And I just met a neighbor yesterday. I bought $100 worth of firewood off of him in Bitcoin. I paid him in Bitcoin, so I was orange filling him. And then as we're talking, he goes, by the way, I make my own bullets. I was like, no
1: shit. All right. Yes. Shit. That's the best. You guy. Guy. Yo, you got a good neighbor right there, brother. Don't you
3: hey, take care of me. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got, we got, we were, I told, we were just talking. We talked for like three hours and I'm standing at the end. I'm like you know what, we're going to be really good friends, I think, because, uh, I mean, he's sitting there telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not into the 3D printed guns yet, but, you know, I'm pretty close. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got a, yeah I got a couple, uh,
2: there's some conferences I think him are might be very interested in. Um, hit me on Twitter some for you.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I definitely will, and he's He's like, dude, he's so ready to be orange-filled. Um, you know, just like he, he was asking all the questions. I was like, dude, you're there. You're you're tell right you there. Tell you already got him, man. I think you got him. I think you
2: just tell him, tell him about a little bit of Trezor action or bitvaxo2 so action. You know, make sure he got a little self-custody going on. And yeah. life, And I, I'm going to point him to you because he said he
3: wants to get into mining. And I was like, well, look, I've been into Bitcoin now for – uh, a little over two years, and I was like, and I'm just dipping my toes in the so let me, let me get my, you know, feet wet, and then, and then I'll start walking you through it, because <laughs> I was like, otherwise, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm going to point you to other people.
2: Oh, man, I love, love getting people online when it comes to the miners. so, just,
1: no matter what it is, if they can't find the IP address, or whatever it is,
0: we'll make sure it is taken care. Uh, Hey, I, I want to uh you you, you asked a question there huddle and I think we should probably get back to the point of the uh, of this uh, of this room uh will uh, 2022 be a uh, a bear or a bull market yeah but let me <laughs> so uh my, my take on uh I, I want to compare 2022 uh the people saying it's going to be a bear market because of you know what 2018 was or what 2014 was. And uh, I, I lived through both of those, uh, 2014 and 2018, the the uh, bear markets. And I gotta say, it's it's a lot different this time. I mean, first of all, it you know there there's no such thing. We're talking in this uh, whatever this thing is right now on, on my phone. <laughs> this is this is Clubhouse. There's no such thing as Clubhouse back in the day. There was a, the community, the, the cryptocurrency community, Bitcoin community, whatever you want to call it. It's so much bigger. It's so much more mainstream. And clearly, the macro events have been tremendous. This, this, this virus. This is all so unprecedented. So, what Bitcoin has been through uh, these last this last year uh, was not the way it was in 2017 during that bull market. It's, it's, it's totally different. Um, and I gotta, you know, for all the people with the weak hands that are panicking, that are Bitcoin's in the 36,000 or whatever it is. Um, I mean. It was this low during the summer also. I mean, it's not that earth shattering. And one Bitcoin right now is worth more than the median salary of an American citizen. 50% of Americans make less than one Bitcoin in in a year, okay? So when we were talking bear markets back in the day, when it was 2014, it was like 200 bucks, okay? And there was a fear that it could go to zero back then. Now, 2018, there was no fear that it could go to zero, but it, it went down to $3,000. I mean, we're, we're talking, we're at a point today um, where it is, a Bitcoin is worth quite a lot. So if you, t- to believe the FUD, um, if you believed in the FUD in 2018 and 2014, you, I mean, you could have got a, a 2022 uh, median American salary for like 200 bucks back in the day, for 3,000 bucks for, four years ago. So I am not convinced that this is, that we're going to follow the exact same cycle as before. That this is necessarily the beginning of a bear market. It would not shock me though, but just the macro environment is so much different than 2014 and 2018. And just the mainstreaming of cryptocurrency, everybody's talking about it. And I mean, I know people don't want to talk about NFTs and all that nonsense, it, but but that is part of mainstream culture right now. This is doesn't compare to 2014 or 2018, and I I gotta say something here. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about that could help Bitcoin avoid a bear market. Is this uh I mean, and you don't have to believe in Ethereum at all. You can think Ethereum's the biggest scam in the world, but you what you've got to realize is that there are plenty of people that got a lot of money in this Ethereum thing. There are plenty of people, you know, when I meet people all over this country, they try to tell me when I say I'm a Bitcoin person, they mention Bitcoin, then they mention Ethereum. If this Ethereum 2.0 thing really happens, if these virtue signalers turn their coin into proof of work to proof of stake. In this environment that we live in today, where everybody th- doesn't think anymore and they think that Bitcoin kills the environment and that we must put the environment over humans, that human life is worthless, that the earth is number one. So, if you know, with that mindset, with that psychotic mindset in mind that most people have today, that the environment is worth more than their freaking children, okay, which most people believe now, Um, not not a lot of people, Um, if Ethereum 2.0 pulls is successful and goes to proof of stake, uh, yeah, proof of stake, um, there's going to be tons of money coming into cryptocurrency. Like, oh, look, there's an environmental friendly, the number two is is the most environmentally friendly coin of all time. Long story short, that could help Bitcoin. I really think Ethereum 2.0 being pulled off is going to help the Bitcoin price and could avoid a um, a bear market that maybe we're destined to get into uh, because of macro factors. Um, that that could help avoid it. Ethereum. I know I know that's like sacrilegious for some people, but I'm just telling you what I see out there. And it, it's, I guess it's sort of a contrarian take, or it's a unique beast kind of take. I think Ethereum 2.0 could uh, help the Bitcoin price and could help avoid the entire the cryptocurrency market avoiding a, a bear market. So that's a that's, that, that's my takeaways. And my, my main thing is, people, do, don't worry if we're going to be in a bear market. Again, one Bitcoin is worth more than what an American citizen makes in a year, what 50% of American citizens make in a year. And we're one day closer to an all-time high. Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. That's really all you got to remember.
2: said that what they're making in a year annually versus the price of Bitcoin and everything. Well, I mean, they don't they're not they're not hungry. That's all I can see in here is they ain't hungry. They're not looking hard enough for ways to make more. They're not grinding as hard as they could be at the damn door. It's just weak hands, weak minds, weak men, people hands down, that's all I see across the board. If 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 that is all you're doing and all you're making in a year, hell, I go, I quit any job I got and within 12 months make triple that just off my damn sweat. That's absolutely insane and disgusting. I'm just, I feel disgusted by hearing
0: you say that, Adam. Hey, and it's not you, sir. The, it's just the, the damn state of the will of the people. W- oh. Dude, you, you brought up the best, you just said the best line of the night. They're not hungry. Remember that with everything in the world today. That, no, 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 no that, that's, that's the thing. That's why they'll be able to do the Fed coin. People aren't hungry. People aren't starving. There is so much abundance because of technology that, um, the, the inflation really isn't exactly, it's, it's not something, it's not something that's going to starve people. People are not starving.
2: still end up paying more for everything every year. Talk about a real rim job to your face. I mean, technology gives us the ability to produce goods and and, and products cheaper and cheaper exponentially. Like nobody's business. But yet for some godforsaken reason, everything costs more every year. Oh, go ahead and pick yourself up a copy of the Fiat Standard if you don't know
0: why that's happening. Well, does a great job. Yeah, again, the people aren't starving. So why should they do any research? I mean, that, that's the thing. People. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing is, it, it's uh, that that's one of the reasons I don't believe in these worst case scenarios that everybody talks about that. Everyone's going to flock to Bitcoin. It's, it's it's what I say on my show the eighty percenters and the twenty percenters it just it, it just naturally boils down to twenty percent of the people who produce eighty percent of everything and I, I think that's something we, we, we need to remember like it isn't tired of I'm about what to go well dude well you you can do that and that's uh, that's your right to do that and I think people. I think it's better to do that than waste your time trying to convince people to be this evangelistic. Some people think every Bitcoiner has to be an evangelist and go spread the word. And you really, you, you don't. I mean, well, but there's some people that are like, we're all in this together. No, we're not all in this together. <laughs> we're all individuals here. We got to look out for ourselves. And if you get pleasure, and being an evangelical person, the people who aren't listening to you, then, I mean, that's that's your personal thing, okay? But um, it's you, people really aren't going to jump on the train until they're totally desperate. And I don't want to see people totally desperate. I, I don't want to see people
1: totally desperate. <laughs>
2: What? The good times have been good. Yes, let's go for the other. Let's do it. Sorry about that. It's been a long, it's been a long life for myself, and, and I've seen a lot of stuff. And like, it's like this whole entire thing—it's coming full circle. It's like a music video. It, the the way the world is operating right now—it's just really, really. Happy absolutely
0: absurd and ridiculous'm I'm, I'm ready to watch it burn, man for real I got mine I'm ready I got lots of ammunition we got generators we got natural gas we got currency that can't be fucked with let's do it man turn it down I'm ready Yeah, I I you seem like you're a fan of the
1: doom porn I'm I you sound like, you sound like a gold bug The the fan I'm just ready for yeah', yeah, yeah, yeah so
2: long, you know, that it's like, let's do it, man. Let's do it. See what comes out the other
0: end. No, that's what I, I'm, I mean, uh, I, I don't want, I don't want the end of the world. I don't want the uh, gold bug scenario that the gold, the gold bugs were always dreaming of, uh you know, uh, the, the, <laughs>
2: like transition where people are literally paying $50 for a loaf of bread and they're having to scan their stupid phones for fuel in order to get approval to use it, their vehicle even. And then I'll just go to my man who I know has his own little refinery and like we do gas and when you're in natural gas, O&G, oh you can get fuel, you don't need a gas station. So we'll just use Bitcoin and I'll proceed. Live my life the way I do, and I watch everybody
0: else have fun staying poor. I mean, we—I I, do—I do appreciate that we do live in this uh, technical world of abundance, where people can live their lives through other people. You know, they—they see—they—they they have a big team, the Democrat, Republican, whatever. People, so many people live there. They. It like that is just another theater to keep people distracted but it works what's actually going on, which is the money. Yeah, it, but so it, it, it that, works. I mean, they, because yeah, they're comfortable. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's that, this is a, people live vicariously through other people and they're satisfied with that. So if they're uh, if Elizabeth Warren becomes president, you know, so many people will be like, oh, my life has been made and, and they won't care <laughs> that they're, they're all on welfare or or if they they are all suffering through it, they're not, they won't be suffering through inflation at all. They will be happy that Elizabeth Warren will be president. That will make their day. And I mean, that's pathetic that they're not individuals, that they're not individuals anymore. But I mean, most people are collectivists today and would rather live through other people. So let them, let them, let them be that way. That's why I don't predict doom and gloom. I don't predict riots. Most people can be bread, bread and circuses work. It's a proven fact. It's worked over and over and over again. And that is why digital uh, – uh, central bank digital currencies are going to work. But it's just another – it, it's it's the ultimate in bread and circuses is freaking uh, the uh, CBDC. I mean –
4: than it is today and I think the more the clown world kind of reveals itself, the more that things don't make sense You know, as you get closer to the collapse of fiat currency around the world, I, I just think it's going to draw more and more people into the Bitcoin world or whether you want to call it the sovereign individual world and I just think once you transition from living in the CBDC world to the Bitcoin world, there's no going back, so I don't know I'm not sure how long clown world can support itself for, like if you've got 10 to 15% of a population opting out and storing all their savings in Bitcoin, and the government can't tax it. I, I, I'd like if the government loses its ability to, you know, uh, get 10-15% of its revenue, it has to print that money, and it's just going to uh, kind of reinforce this self-perpetuating loop of the up collapsing. I, I, don't think, I don't think it matters if it's the CBDC or not. To get it's doomed to collapse, and they're going to come to Bitcoin. Uh, but, I don't really- uh, I
2: was just going to say, I think that the day that gasoline or petrol, wherever it is in the world, is purchased for Bitcoin, and that that starts to happen on a regular, that's when there's going to be a real serious shift and change in regards to how the world sees any currency. Because right now, the petrodollar has a total lock hold on how things operate, the system and everything, but as soon as a major player decides that, you know what, we're not doing that anymore, or let's just say it's smaller nation states around the world decide that they're going to start selling their their fuel for that, it's just going to be, I think, even a big There's going to be a serious paradigm shift when that happens, because right now, even countries that produce oil cannot purchase their own oil with their own currency. They have to go and exchange that for U.S. dollars. And that's been something that that they've used currency for to threaten everybody with for so long. So, and that's one of the things that everybody worries about if they have a digital identification in regards to the CBDCs and everything. If I go to the gas station and I have a CBdc and I have used up my carbon credits or whatever the heck is going on, or else I'm
1: not, maybe I didn't have my fifth vaccination, so now I can't get my
2: driver's license to friggin' work. How am I going to do anything? Like, go, like, well, Bitcoin. There are a lot of things going on in the world right now that are creating a runway for a straight that's unlike anything anybody's ever seen in the history of ever. It's just going to be absolutely absurd,
4: but it's not going to be pretty how it happens for a lot of people, and it's, man, just what happens. Don't be afraid to use Bitcoin as a circular thing. Just replace Bitcoin when you use it. That kind of ties back to the topic of the conversation, like, is Bitcoin in a bull market or a bear market? Like, I think... I, I think, Perpetual bull, oh, man.
2: Perpetual bull, but like short term. It's
3: always going to be, you know? I've been telling people that like, you know, early on when I got into Bitcoin, I was like, oh, like stuck to flow. I think there's a little bit of validity to that. And then, you know, you get into the on-chain and you're like, okay, I'm going to follow that. I mean, that, that makes sense. And, you know, number go up. And, and now I've been telling people for probably like eight or nine months. Like, The price of Bitcoin, if it's lower than ten million dollars in purchasing power via twenty nineteen, then it's underpriced, and you should buy it at a discount. Like, but it can go way up or way down in between. So until we get there, you know, it's gonna be a long journey. So you know, do we do we hit two hundred k at some point? Yeah. Does that mean we're gonna not hit you know thirty k again? I don't know. I, I really don't. I think we're, like, it, that's a good point. I mean, the perpetual bull, it's, really, we've been in a bull market for, you know, 12, 13 years now, you know?
1: Um, I, I don't think, it's just, people want to know, I, I don't know, it's just the, the time preference. It's all about the time
3: preferences of what you find in the, the current, you know, market. absolutely
2: I, I, I saw a geek just came into the audience down there. I don't know Bring him up, he works with real estate and everything, and he has a to, to get perspective about CBDCs and the potential Bitcoin bull market that has to deal with that. I mean, like, what are people going to do from that perspective uh, if the capital is coming so much more freely? Are they going to shh out of reinvesting into real estate, or is it going to be something else? He would know better than I myself. Hey, I didn't quite hear the
7: question. Hey, oh, Jesus Christ. What's up, Keith? How you doing, man? Last time I saw you was in Atlanta. How you been? Hey, Tarantula. Yeah, man. I've been thinking about your mining over there. I said, at least I know someone I can ask questions of.
2: I tried. Uh, so, what are, what are your thoughts about the like short-term continuation of the Fuller bear market with Bitcoin. I say there ain't no bear yet. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's just been going its own way, and that's up slowly. (laughs) Well,
7: it's just been a a uh, a welcome opportunity to to you know lower my average price. Uh, I buy every day. I'm on a daily buy and, uh, and then when I see times like this, I buy more, um, I I was talking to a man that, you know, he's, he's an old guy, and he he loves his charts, and he's talking about support and different technical analysis terms, and he said, Well, I see three different support lines. I see one at twenty nine, one at thirty-two, and one at thirty-five. And, and uh, he said, oh, I wait for that twenty-nine. I said, Yeah, you know, I think technical analysis is very interesting, but it's a tool for trading. And I said, and I ain't trading bitcoin, I'm accumulating bitcoin. And so I'm buying all the way down and I'm buying every day. So that means I'm buying at 30, I'm buying at 40, I'm buying at 50, I'm buying at 60. Because I know this 1 million or $10 million dollar coin, I won't give a shit whether I paid 60 or 30 for it, you know? And uh, so it's about accumulation, it's not about the price. And so is it a bear or a bull? I don't care, I don't give a fuck, I'm just buying, I'm just accumulating, it's all about accumulating, that's what it is.
2: Now, okay, and I've known you for a little while here and there on Clubhouse, and we met in Atlanta and everything, and I know that you're a proponent firmly of cold storage, and uh, we were talking to
1: Shelly, I asked to bring Shelly up earlier and everything, Adam, Luke, I'm curious
2: what you guys think. Um, as long as people are DCA like this and they just keep on going with it, just the way we're going, do you think that cold storage and pulling from exchanges is gonna have any like abject uh, effect on the near term, like short term
4: at all? Yeah, well, eventually you get to a stage where there's just less supply for sale, and that's kind of you know what we've seen. Like I mean, since 2020, Bitcoin kind of changed. Like for the first time in Bitcoin's 11, 12 year history, coins actually started leaving exchanges. Um, So I think that's really interesting. And since the March crash of 2020, you've watched coins on exchanges go from like 3.1 million coins all the way down to like 2.5 million coins. So you've essentially just watched 30% of the supply uh, leave exchanges. And when you're looking at the chain data, you can also see who's buying it. It's all going to wallets of people who don't have a history of selling. So I I think you really are going to see some sort of supply shock coming up, you know, relatively soon. That's why I think literally all of this shakes out before 2025, 2026. Like I think you're you're on you're just you at that stage of the S curve, and it's pretty clear from a lot of things that the big money is now interested in Bitcoin, whether it's public companies, whether it's uh, treasuries of nation states like uh, El Salvador, and you've even got the president of Turkey talking about it, you've got Putin talking about it today. I, I think there's people with really big wallets accumulating Bitcoin, and you know we haven't seen that in Bitcoin's history up until
1: 2020, so I think that's him. Uh, I know Bitcoin has been
0: well, yeah, I, I would recommend everybody uh, put their uh, coins in cold storage, uh, because I, I believe uh, if you're keeping them on the exchanges or any of these third parties out there, uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure some of these third parties are lying about uh, the Bitcoin that they have. And for me, for me, that's that's going to be this the supply shock. The supply shock will be when one of these entities uh, there's a there's a run on the the so-called bank. And we realize that there's been fake Bitcoin that's been traded back and forth that has helped uh, uh, actually bring down the price. So I, I recommend that everybody do a proof of keys and pull all their Bitcoin off these third parties. But but most people won't because they're getting interest or some bribe they're getting. But some of these some of these third some of these third parties are totally dishonest. I, I do want to say Shelly was about to say something like ten minutes ago, and I, I just I defer to her. You you were about to say something, uh and just Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe she's not there anymore. (laughs) Uh, She she was about she was about to say something. I do want to say uh, you know Huddle you 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 brought up some interesting points before. I just want to uh, you talked about uh, the the oil for Bitcoin trade. When that happens, you know the whole world is going to understand you know about Bitcoin. Dude, it's not happening. (laughs) I don't believe in hyper Bitcoinization at all. I, I don't I don't I don't believe in hyper Bitcoinization at all most people are satisfied with their fiat currencies most con most countries those those dictators those dictators that you just mentioned from Turkey and Russia they're not giving up their power they're not they're not gonna get into the Bitcoin or whatever they're gonna buy some for themselves but uh in, in if they were to you know if, if they had anything to, to give to their people to do something with their people and Bitcoin, they would be giving up their power and they're not, they're not going to do that. But this, this, I don't believe in the entire, the petrodollar stuff. I think it's a part of a, it's basically a conspiracy theory. Um, The the United States is the most powerful country in the history of mankind. People, every single country accepts foreign aid from us. They're not going to, they're not just going to be like, oh, but I don't believe in the dollar anymore. They want their welfare still. They don't, they won't care. It, you, they won't care what they, they won't care. You know, the, the Arab countries included. They want their welfare from us. They don't want the system to suddenly change. They're not going to believe in Russia suddenly. Russia is weak. Now, China isn't weak, but Russia is a freaking joke you, that, 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 that the entire Western world, for some reason, worries about for some, uh, because they have nuclear weapons, whatever. But their nuclear weapons are falling apart. Uh, and I, I just want to say, you know only smart people only uh, only smart people are going to get into bitcoin okay most people are lazy bums they don't want to learn most people i mean we've been talking about bitcoin for years and years and years people have plenty of time to to value bitcoin the smart people are getting into it hyper the whole world's going to be on a bitcoin standard one day i i call bs on that i really really do most people love bread and circuses. They love their fiat. They want to be patriotic. And the leaders of these countries will, I mean, look how everybody fell into the virus narrative so easily. That's asking a lot more of people, you know, Hey, take these untested, uh, shots. I mean, uh, lock yourself up for a year in your house. That's that. I mean, people just fell for that. So they're gonna continue to easily fall for negative interest rates for whatever their leaders tell them to believe in financially. What we should be thinking about now is how many people now believe that Bitcoin is not patriotic. And many people will buy into that forever and ever. There will be a huge percentage of people all across the world that will not, that will blindly go down with the ship with their country's fiat currency because they wanna be good patriots. I do not believe in hyper-Bitcoinization at all. (laughs) People do not act in their best financial interest hardly ever. Most people are irrational most of the time. That's no excuse for rational people to be irrational. So let's be rational. I'm not holding my breath for $2 million Bitcoin. I've set myself up in a way that... Generations of Meisters won't have to freaking work if Bitcoin gets to $100,000, okay? So I, mean, I I know people love to talk about millions. Let's take it one step at a time, people. Let's get to the six-digit realm before we start talking about $10 million Bitcoin and hyper-Bitcoinization, et cetera, et cetera. The whole world falling for, falling in love with Bitcoin. Most people are statist. Most people are collectivist.
2: What are your thoughts on this? I just got here, but I think Bitcoin should be a gold ticket. I think all the tickets should adopt the. I, have, I, I a friend who's literally flying into Austin to help me interior design my place. Um, hopefully, she's good at it.
6: Oh, that's so nice.
2: I'm not- Trailer. Okay, I'm back.
6: It's every man's dream to have another man build <laughs> okay, in furniture. Okay,
2: getting a cow was What's the thing that, required, that got you out of here? I'll get it tomorrow. Is that like the silence of rejection? Oh, yeah. Or is cut out?
6: projection fish lights to play hard to get oh that's exciting that's why he said don't call until you have a couch Ah, uh,
2: fair enough i was just trying to get better signal well
6: sometimes technology helps you play hard to get um, you're giving energy. great signal to your passion for dustin I'm curious, you know, just, since I haven't talked to Adam for a while, you know, Adam, what do you think about the Bitcoin
0: hash rate in regards to the Bitcoin price? We're seeing, and unprecedentedly, no price in regards to the Bitcoin hash rate recently. What are your thoughts on that? If, it, if the price follows hash rate or hash rate follows price, uh, I, don't, I don't care. Okay. I, I don't, I don't care. Dude, Huddle, man, you got some bad background sound, man. Like whenever you come on, it's like,
1: those
0: are my, yeah, it's, yeah, man. So try to stay as muted as long as possible. Like it's, it's hard to hear other people when you unmute yourself and stuff. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not used to this, uh, this, uh, this type of forum that we're in right now, but no, I, I don't, I don't worry about the, 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 I, you're, you're a mining guy, man. You tell me if a price follows hash rate, hash rate, I don't care. I knew in the long run, the price is freaking going up and we were going to return to an all time high. I'm a very patient man, v- very, very patient with this. And, uh, again, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just interested if the other panel members, what they if they think this is a repeat of 2018 again or if they've been here long enough to, to remember
1: 2014, well, um, yeah the my in the ring. a lot of energy uh, but it seems like in a direction which is that it will always find new all-time highs. And on that page I'm exactly on board with you. I agree.
4: The only reason I can come up with why why price would follow hash rate is that when miners unplug, they're liquidating to move their shit. I think a lot yeah. of mine, you go, go for eager. Oh, I, w- I was just going to say it's kind of related to why I think uh, we're not going to see these large eighty-five percent corrections with like a year or a twelve to eighteen month bear market. I, I personally don't think we're going to see that anymore, uh, like the twenty eighteen
1: and twenty fourteen bears. Uh, I think uh, one of those factors suggesting uh, why I don't think we're going
4: to see it, that's the minus. Like a lot of these large. Publicly traded miners have access to the capital markets now. I mean, they're all borrowing debt, so they don't need to sell Bitcoin to cover their costs.
2: Marathon, Riot, there's a couple of Australian miners that just went... Uh, uh, yeah. uh, you got look, I was just adding another company to the
4: list. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, I wasn't sure if I was losing reception or not. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think you're watching the maturation of the Bitcoin... "Quote unquote space," and I think a lot of the large players in Bitcoin have already come out and said, "Hey, look, we're not selling Bitcoin anymore. We're taking on debt, and we're going to use the old speculative attack to, um, you know, finance ourselves and stack more Bitcoin." And I think that's a really uh, important factor to look at that we haven't seen in previous bear markets. So I think I think that's interesting.
2: All right, Fish, What if I got like an inflatable uh, bed mattress thing? Would that work in proxy? It better. I fucking I hate air mattresses. They hurt my back really bad for some reason. But got it. No. I I can I can just bring over like a fucking folded up mattress pad. I'll get one, man. I'll, I'll store it in the closet or some shit. <coughs> uh, tell me what works for you. I need a brand name. Text it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're a robot, but I heard it. So yes. Please do. Dude, can I just say awesome. It's big freaking- like I'm like, day, I'm not even like, not even 48 hours in. I'm already having a great freaking time. Uh, are you coming to Houston tomorrow? Dude, I've been thinking about it. I have a car, that I could rent one. Are you going? going uh, go. I was, I was thinking about it. I could pick you up. It's a fucking long drive. <laughs> hey, if you're picking me up, I'm going. Let's go. Oh. Well, I know Kaylee will be there. No, and Fish, maybe get could Uber to somewhere more convenient than downtown to, like, kind of more on the way and meet you there. Would that make sense? Um, I'll text you. I don't know. Where I'm at, it kind of makes sense to go, like, from here and go, like, a weird direction that doesn't really include you, but uh, let me see what I can find.
0: Well, uh, speaking of meetups and uh, this year and being different than 2018 or 2014, I do want to point out to everyone that, uh, you know, there's going to be this gigantic Bitcoin uh, Miami conference in April and we're talking 30,000 freaking people. I mean, if you would have told me that in 2014, in 2014, I couldn't find, what are we, we got 46 people in this room. I mean, in 2014, I couldn't find 46 people to talk about uh, Bitcoin with uh, online (laughs) on a regular basis. It would have been very difficult so, uh, you know, to, to, to talk about the, uh, complexities of, a bear markets, if we're in a bear market right now, you got a lot of freaking friends around. Okay. You're going to be hanging out with 30,000 people in person in Miami. This is something that, uh, weak hands back in the day did not have. And a lot of people, because they didn't have the knowledge base, they didn't have the support. They didn't understand that this was a big thing because they didn't see the numbers. They panic sold at $3,000 in 2018, or God forbid, at uh, $200 in 2014. So is it different this time? Yeah, it's different this time because it's just, I mean, 30,000 person, a Bitcoin conference coming up in Miami. You guys talking about the, uh, I think you're talking about the awesome Houston meetup. Uh, I I believe that's what you're talking about. I heard it. I heard it's it's, it's tremendous there. I mean, we're talking Bitcoin cities, Bitcoin countries right now. I mean, it's it's quite a freaking time to be alive and to have some perspective on how much... uh, things have are different than in 2014. That doesn't rule out a bear market though. But again, if you do have, I think Corey put it uh, nicely that in the long term we're always in it in a bull market. It always, it always returns to its all-time high. Sometimes you have to wait three years for it. To, I mean, for me, it's really easy to wait three years. I've been in this thing since 2013. I've seen it. I've seen them all come and go. I've seen it when it was popular to say Bitcoin was going to zero. That was popular FUD once. And you don't hear that any anymore. I've, I mean, so right now, I got to say the, the popular FUDs for this year are going to be, it's unpatriotic and it destroys the environment. So, I mean, that could add to a bear market. Be ready for the propaganda. Those are two, but don't let that weaken your freaking hands because just like it's going to go to zero past, it kills the environment and it's unpatriotic. That will pass eventually. It might take 10 years for it to pass, but it will pass.
2: Shoppy. it's like too powerful i like got too powerful whatever. anyway boring point but uh, not boring but different point.
5: hey adam on a smaller scale um there's a there's an event happening february 19th in sacramento bitcoin day uh dennis porter um, we will we'll be speaking there uh actually huddle uh huddle is going to be a speaker at the uh, bitcoin day in oklahoma city in march
0: so I just want to throw that out you, there. you know what, Jonathan? If any of you're in the area, uh, you're in California, February, if you guys use uh, promo code Coinbeast on, on the site. You'll get uh, $50 off your tickets. So I just to throw that out. Uh, I saw you partnered with those guys. That Coinbeast partnered with uh, what, what they called Bitcoin Day. What do they call it officially? Yeah, Bitcoin Day. So they, they organize like these mini
5: uh, Bitcoin conferences throughout the U.S. So right now they, they did an event in KC uh well the next one's in sacramento and then there's one for uh like i said oklahoma city in march um and that's gonna there's obviously gonna be more mining focused uh, and there's a pretty pretty solid lineup of uh, speakers for, for both uh,
0: conferences yeah man i so, i'm I, I, oh, sorry oh, i, I want to hear i want i want to talk with you about that more online i, I offline i think it's, i think it's great that uh that you're you're helping promote uh smaller conferences all over the united states i i believe in these 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 uh not well. They're big cities. Oklahoma City, Sakura Tomato <laughs> is a big city um, on its own. Um, but I, I'm, I'm glad these uh, not not as popular cities that you might not hear about are getting these uh, these uh, mini conferences. Uh, also, I think it, I think it's great. It, it shows a lot. I believe in in-person events, and of course, there's going to be in Las Vegas is unconfiscatable, uh, which I will be at. Uh, What's that? March uh, March third to sixth. That's Tone Vase's event. And all of you out there who are like how's this guy have so much energy you will see that in person I, I am the same dude I am I am the exact guy who see on the internet with this energy and I don't do any freaking drugs it's I haven't had a drink since like 2014 either man so yeah I was born this freaking way as I think that's a name of a song of some famous woman or something like that but anyway yeah it's it's always fun to, to meet people in in real life that you just see their little avatars and everything uh, and in my experience over all these years, like ninety eight percent of the Bitcoin people um, are the same online as they are in person. They really are sincere, nice people. There are a few sociopathic people that act a little bit different, but I mean that that's pretty good. 97 percent of the people are, are normal. Um, like uh, this is like Jonathan here. He's real. We've we've hung out a few times in uh, well, we hung out in Calgary together, and he's the exact Bitcoin rodeo that was uh, in the middle of uh, the bear market. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's this right. dude Jonathan is just as laid back in person as he is right here. And he can testify that I am the same dude as, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was a, uh, you're, you're an OG. If you were at a Bitcoin conference in the last bear market, there is no, you are an OG at this point because that's how many people have joined uh, since, since uh, 2018. I mean, I remember. I think we should, think we should debate OG metrics more and enjoy this subject. <laughs> I, no, no, that's a very good, that's a really good, that, that's, that's a great topic actually. I think, I mean, you were definitely an OG if you were here in 2018. I mean, you really are. It, it, you become an OG pretty fast in this space. You, you, you really do. You, you really do. If you, if you survive that... bear. Yeah. I mean, because like that, I mean, some people think, Oh yeah, you had to be here before 2016. There's hardly any of us that have been here since before 20s. So many weak hands have dropped off since, I mean, I've been doing a show. I've been doing shows since 2016 on my YouTube channel. Quite a few of my guests have just disappeared. I don't know what the heck happened to these dudes. I mean, no one dude I saw became, he got into like a, medical stuff it has nothing to do with bitcoin anymore just you know what and, and that's a big thing in the world. he got into the latest trend because right now everybody's scared they think they're sick and stuff and medical i guess is a cool thing to be. To me it's, it's freaking depressing to live in a, a hole where you, you got to worry about being sick all the whole but it's cool you know mothers are like that thing it's a big you can make a lot of money you know scaring mothers thinking their kids are sick and stuff so some people that were in bitcoin that didn't really like bitcoin now they, they make mothers think their kids are sick or something like that but the, the, the point is is that like, um, there's people come and go in this space so much. So four years, one, one cycle is big. I mean, uh, so you're an OG if you, if you were here in 2018, if you could remember that day in December of 2018, when it got down into the 3000s and people were, I mean, it was like an 80% drop from the freaking high. It was December of 2018, man. If you could remember that feeling, you're a freaking OG baby. And then I relished that feeling because it felt so freaking It felt so good by 2020 when it freaking, when it got back to its all-time high. And for three freaking years, I said, it always returns to its all-time high. I felt very vindicated. I felt so free. And you all are going to feel vindicated too. If you say it's going to return to its all-time high, that moment when it does, and who knows when it's going to be, it might not be till next year. It's a great feeling of vindication. Pound that freaking like button. Sorry.
2: Like, it's one of those things, it's like, the next class gets to decide what it means. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know really how to place it. But let's be honest, like John Seth is always saying, like, if you were aping into Bitcoin in 2013, you're fucking stupid and, or crazy. <laughs> so we like, were crazier and stupider for open bank, I, I completely agree to point. say that the swan brothers are like like i had this with adam O. we were like if the swan
3: brothers ever go down then like bitcoin might be over because you know they bought in like i don't know whenever they were trying to buy in at like 10 cents and bought it like 30 dollars and then absolutely got wrecked and i think that was like 2011 or something like that and they've they've stayed level-headed like this whole time like which is amazing because i think like you said it's pretty easy to go crazy if you were in it for that long I think the people that
2: just like um, aped in at 3,000 or 4,000 number it was in a couple of years ago, I think those the people that were the smartest. Because the people that aped in when Bitcoin was early, there was a very real chance of the clock apart. And I think at the 3,000 point was probably very, either was or very close to the inflection point where it couldn't be stopped anymore. I think those are the smart ones. That, that's a good point. I mean, I remember twenty sixteen the fork wars, like it was so
0: much uncertainty. Uh I was chilling. I was like, yeah, I a fucking panic dump game bank at Everyone Oh, you're buying them then? Nice, nice fish. I I don't know many like it more now. Dude, there was a stable before the Fork Wars in uh right before the twenty sixteen having. There, I got some major FOMO as it was going from 300, as it was getting out of the bear market, as it went from 300 to 400 to 500 to 600 to 700. And as most people who watch my show know, that's when I bought about uh, an incredible amount, uh, well, uh, incredible percentage of the Bitcoin that I, I presently own. I got in the uh, spring of 2016. Um, I, I thought that was a very stable time for me. Like I'm um, for me, there was a lot of logic like, we're gonna have this halving thing pretty soon, and eventually countries are gonna buy this thing again. We weren't uh, the, the whole scaling debate really hadn't ramped up by uh, uh, the spring of uh, two thousand and sixteen. It really it wasn't it wasn't until the spring of two thousand and seventeen that Roger Ver was really bringing the freaking FUD majorly. But I had already I, I had already uh, there there was a there was an island of stability right before the two thousand and sixteen halving, and that is when I went. Um, I mean, I turned all my fiat, I turned everything I had into to Bitcoin then. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to. Yeah, I mean, most people who follow me know that I, I, I just travel around the country and just uh, do nothing. No, no. I mean, I just, uh, I just, you know, I'm right now. I'm in Midland. I'm in Midland, Texas right now. I want to tell everyone. And the reason I'm here is just because I go. I just go from city to city. I just bought a car in November just because I wanted to travel across the country and because I didn't have a car beforehand. And uh, I see how it really is. It, huh? What did someone say about the car? I, I, I mean, I. I, uh, I the no, I never sold a Bitcoin in my life. I've never sold a Bitcoin for fiat in my life. No, I, no, I, I don't, I, I have my whole life set up that I, won't, I don't, won't have to do it until 2024. I mean, my, my saying in 2016 was strong hand Bitcoin having 2020. And then I just changed it to Bitcoin having 2024. Um, no, I, 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 will not, uh, I, see why. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm an intense kind of dude, though. But, I mean, I was convinced in 20... I, I started buying in 2013, but I ramped it up in 2016. That is when I became convinced. And some people aren't going to like this, but the person who really brought me over the edge, it was Vinny Lingham, who now people are like, oh, he's a altcoiner, he's this, he's... Vinnie hmm? But who's he? You see, people don't even know who he is. He is a... He, no, he, he was a huge... Vinnie Vinnie lingham was huge in the space. He's an entrepreneur. He's a very wealthy man. He's from South Africa originally. Fought, go to him on Twitter now. He's talking about NFT. I'm guessing you're a wealthy man now. Do you still feel like being a wealthy man is, is so important
2: to believing in
0: following somebody? No, no. I, I it's so weird. I'm incredibly wealthy, and I don't. It hasn't really hit me yet. I it's like it's insane. So I don't I don't consider that a. uh a reason to follow someone because they're they're wealthy. No, Vinny. Vinny is very Vinny. You gotta you gotta you know make up your own mind. Decide if somebody's intelligent. Um, uh, and if they've got. So I mean, what what Vinny, what Vinny said back in 2016. I I already had respect for him because I I had seen him build businesses and stuff. I I I had seen him talk at a, a conference in South Africa. I went. You know, I I was gonna learn on my own in 2015. One of the big things in the Bitcoin space was like. Oh, it's going to be huge in Africa. It's going to be huge in Africa. So I decided the first Bitcoin conference I would attend would be in Cape Town, South Africa. I you know, I went from Baltimore, Mar- I went I went from Baltimore, Maryland to Cape Town, South Africa. I I met some awesome people, but I realized that it was just a bunch of hype, Africa and Bitcoin. Like there were people that were like, I'm going to spend all my Bitcoin on starting a business in Africa. Nonsense. It's better just to buy the freaking Bitcoin for $250. And something that that Vinny Lillingham brought up at that conference that I'll never forget. uh, The the question was, I mean, we were in the middle of the bear market. Bitcoin was like $250. And the question for Vinny was like, how low can this thing go? And he's just like, dude, uh, and people were saying $50 and vinny's like dude i know so many people in silicon valley if this thing if this thing gets below if this thing gets to $100 they're backing up their freaking trucks and i thought logically about it i'm like you know what this thing isn't going below three digits ever again there's there are smart people out there who are really wealthy in, the whole you know people like to vilify these silicon valley people they were, they were a big backstop. They've been a, a silent backstop, I think, in, in terms of price when things really got bad. But it, it, he was absolutely right. It, it never got to $50. $50 was insane to predict because everybody there are people out there, and I've got a price too. Everybody's got their back up the freaking truck price, okay? What's your price, me Well, for, for me, for my, the last time and the, the only time I had to act on it was March the 12th of 2020. When we had just been, we had just been at 10,000, okay? And all of a sudden, people are talking about this virus, like there's going to be no tomorrow, like the world is ending. And I'm a, I'm a logical guy. I'm like, there's a day after freaking tomorrow. We're going to get out. The whole financial market vomited. And baby, that thing hits 5,000. I'm backing up the freaking truck. I got me two Bitcoin for $10,000 when that happened. So I guess for, for me... For me, it was like, it was like five. Now in 2018, I'll have to admit when it, when it got down to 3000, my backup at the end of 2018, in December, 2018, at the end of 2018, it reached its low of 3,100. My backup, the, my backup, the price, uh, truck price then was about 2,500. So it never got that low. I never expected it to get to like $5,000 again but the, we had a and that's why I'm saying it's different this this the yeah, man. I was shocked by it going down again. I mean that, years later. That, that that's why the, the virus has totally changed the macro environment. But I took full advantage of that thing, baby. I mean, and I was and I, that's one of my proudest moments in Bitcoin. Uh, uh, again, I most of, most of my Bitcoin, so much of my Bitcoin, I got much earlier than than 2020. But those two Bitcoin that 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 I am so proud of those because so there were people then saying the craziest things on Twitter, the craziest things you and there were Bitcoiners that I respected that were so scared of the virus. They were so collectivist all of a sudden. I couldn't believe it, and I've never had those guys on my show again either. They're, and I I don't name who they are. It's, it's shameful who they are. It's just embarrassing. Um, these people that I once heard, and, that, and they, they've slithered their way back into Bitcoin again, pretending like they weren't little panic-stricken little girls screaming about, about something that they fully did not understand, like the whole world, that, that they, they wanted the government to, to lock everyone down and to do all these horrifying status things. And meanwhile, I wasn't talking the talk. I was walking the wh- freaking walk. I had $10,000 freaking dollars, bought two Bitcoin. And then, you know, a year later, it's it's worth like a, a little bit over a year later. It was worth over $100,000 freaking dollars. I mean, that's you, you. You don't talk the talk, dude. You walk the. And there's so many people in this space that just talk a big game. You got to you got to do it sometimes people or on this planet let's not just talk about this space there's so many people that make up excuses why they're not going to buy there's so many reasons why not bot to buy bitcoin there's I've heard them all a million times yeah, so well, like at a, at a, at a, like at a clubhouse you're
2: getting a select group of people that do believe in bitcoin like this group my god okay. I I liquidated apple stock in that 2020 crash. Uh, just before the 2020 crash, I liquidated Apple stock. And then when the price crashed, I bought Bitcoin. A oh, fuckload. And what's amazing about this group is you're with people that like, you're a, with a select group of people that like, actually, I think, get
0: it. And that's amazing. Well, I, I hope so. But I, I've been through this space so many times. There have been so many times where I think I'm around a bunch of people that get it. I worry about, I worry about myself. I worry about myself. I know I know that I freaking get it. Uh, if, if people because again, w- there're going to be other weird black swan events. And I just wonder how many of the people are going to panic again, because it's everybody knows you buy when there's freaking blood in the streets. Out of, out of what if, what if people that aren't panic sell, What would you say to those people? What would I say to like the right What to people who aren't going to panic sell? Who like r- Yeah, I love you guys. You guys understand. You guys you guys buy. You know to buy when there's blood in the streets. Everybody should know that, but it's so hard to actually act on it when there's blood in the streets. It's scary when there's blood in the streets, okay? It can be scary. It, it is the ultimate time to buy. It is So, I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone. I don't want there to be blood in the streets again. I don't want there to be a black swan. But I can see it's so easy to predict what the next black swan events could be. I mean, we have a president who is senile, who is feeble. He could, he could pass away at any moment. And then you know, who becomes vice president or becomes president, excuse me. Or it could be even crazier than that. A true black swan event would be the president passes away and she doesn't become president. If there's a complete, if the order gets mixed up, people are going to panic, but be ready for that. I'm just saying don't those things pass. Things get straightened out. People die. (laughs) Things happen. But there's so many people that just get caught up in the blood in the streets moment and think, this is the end. It's never going to – I have to change my whole philosophy. No, this is when you stick the hardest to your philosophy during the bear markets, during the black swan events. This is when you stick to your principles. But I, I, what I've learned is that few people have any principles at all, and they're just a bunch of talk. And it's, it's, it's sad, but – I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know everybody personally. I, I hope to God everybody is principled. It's very difficult to be principled, though. It's, I mean, I again, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience, there are some big names in this space that I've had on my show that that were so scared, that were so worried. Was a bunch of plans that all like so have socially bonded. Like I know almost everyone
2: up here, and we all know each other quite well. But we like by talking to each other together in this like beautiful way. And I think like you're in this like beautiful space that like doesn't exist anywhere else. That, and I'm just trying to like convey
0: how awesome. That... No, you you're absolutely right. If people ever feel like they're having weak hands, then yes, go to spaces like this. Go where you can have encouragement. I mean, many people told me, I made a show every single freaking day of the bear market on my channel, okay? The day my freaking father even died, I made a freaking show. And people came to me and they said, Adam, if it weren't for you, I would have been able to hold. And it, and it means a lot. It really does mean a lot. So it, it does. Some people need the backup. Some people need the, the community. Some people, uh, and, and I think I think it is a, I think it is a really cool thing that there is a close community that has, uh, that has uh, formed. But I just want to warn everyone, don't put anyone on a pedestal because if you do, they you might get let down, and that really might hurt you more than it, it, it should. But I got Roger Bell and Roger i kind of about that. Yeah, well, plenty of people did. And no, 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 no. That's a really... Dude, 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 that is a really good point. there were During the block size debate, so many people loved him so much that they refused to question him. On the World Crypto Network, Thomas would not... He would be so easy on Roger. He would always say, Thomas, Thomas. Thomas Hunt. It's, it's sad that people don't know who he is. If you know who Thomas Hunt is, you're a millionaire like me. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah. 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 Tom, the World Crypto Network was the original YouTube channel for true Bitcoiners. And um, he. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, dude. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that back in the day, I mean, that was the first I'm giving to, I'm praising Thomas. Thomas created the first freaking true Bitcoin channel out there, but he would, for Roger Ver, he would always say, Roger is a friend of the show. Roger is this, Roger's, and this, this really affected people. People did not want to, he was Bitcoin Jesus. He was Bitcoin Jesus. People don't want to question. People don't want to question Jesus. Now I'm, Ju- I'm Jewish. I, I'm Jewish. So it was very easy for me to question freaking Jesus. Okay. Very easy for me. I, I, I lost a, uh, I was no fan of Rod. It, it, it became clear to me, that Roger was not acting. He, I mean, he wanted control, but because so many people put him on a pedestal, it, it really affected people. It, it got them emotional and it made them irrational when it came to Bitcoin. And Roger is a great talker. Roger is a great marketer, but this is, I just, I just warn people. You don't know when your Bitcoin Jesus, you don't know when your Bitcoin Jesus is going to stab you in the back. Sorry. I no. think,
1: way up, there's a huge uh, increase
2: in generalized knowledge about Bitcoin that wasn't there back then. then well, no. Back then you had to choose a charlatan, you had to choose Roger Ver or some other charlatan, and like, get behind that because people didn't fucking know. They didn't know where blockchain was or anything, you know, how any of this shit worked. And I think that's changed. I think that, that is now a base people get that, That's the thing though. Like it, It's so interesting because that whole thing is what, like I got, I got my first small amounts of Bitcoin long, long, long before the block size wars. But I didn't appreciate or understand it
1: until B trash was around. And you know, there was all this debate happening.
2: I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. There can't be a bunch of different fucking bitcoins that are all like this thing it's claiming to be. And that's what really took me down the rabbit hole of, you know, what technically makes this better, what technically, what are the actual qualities of this. What, why are people talking about this
1: so intently? And so like, I actually kind of have, have to credit the block size workforce in prompting me to get the proper
2: education that I needed.
0: Dustin, I think it was Dustin who said, right now in the space, there are so many more intellectually elite people than there were beforehand. There are so many just guys that are talking common sense, really high-level intellectual stuff. Some, sometimes it's just... It's too philosophical. It's, it's almost like they're just talking the talk, but there, there's so many more information sources out there than before. So you make a good point when there seemed to be like back in the day, there had to be someone, you, there were only a few people to follow and some of those people were uh, quite misguided. I mean, I, I recall in, in November of 2017 that the B cash price started to pump. Do you know why that was? People were turning their Bitcoin into something they got for free. They thought that B Cash really was the next Bitcoin. I mean, that I will never forget that. I mean, the, it, on November, I think it was November the twelfth, twenty seventeen. One B Cash was equal to forty percent of a Bitcoin because of all these maniacs, these maniacs who really believed Roger Ver. <laughs> it was, it was unbelievable, unbelievable.
2: i
4: figured a bigger cash would just like just continue to plummet
0: and i sold it as fast as it took me a while and then it like went up a bunch and then it, of course crashed down again later oh yeah i mean it, I remember the emotions of that time it was when, when i saw i never was worried i thought of it as a blessing when B cash went over 20 percent. i'm like i got this thing for free and people are buying me for this Buying this for me? I, I cannot believe it. I was not but there were people that DM'd me and stuff that were just like, hey, what should I do? Is it is it really is is it really switching? They they thought it was gonna, you know, because it, it, it spiked to forty percent of a bitcoin. And it was only for a day that it, it only only for like an hour that it spiked. It was like hard to split.
2: Adam, did you use Electron
0: or how did you split it? No, I used my the Trezor made it very easy. Very easy. Oh, did. oh yeah. yeah. It, it took a so the the actual the the b-cash came about on august the 1st it took them a few weeks and i was i was already out of i was away from my trezor by the time i could do it so i had a i had b-cash for quite some time until i got back to where my trezor was and um it, i don't think i even i only yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I had some of it with me in November that I was able to in spite of a couple times between it was good that I did not have my Trezor with me. Uh, I was able to do better off of the B cash because I wasn't able to dump it right away. Um so, like the delay helped you. The delay helped and, and again, Trezor didn't allow you to split it until about a week afterwards. It wasn't ready yeah, right, right, right it. away. It wasn't ready right Real away. Talk. Mm, uh, not the, well, I mean, if you want, like, what, what is a B, a B cash is worth less than 1% now. I mean, if you want, I mean, that's better interest rate. That's a better interest rate than you get for an old lady savings account. But I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: I, Okay. Yeah. So that, that yeah. 0.7%. Yeah. I mean, you're risking your mother load. I mean, that's your, your Bitcoin is your yeah. real thing, but back in the day, I mean, there was a time for B Gold. B Gold, spiked the five percent. I know someone who sold all their B Gold for five. That it, so they it was five percent of a the Bitcoin. They sold all their B Gold. So I mean, if they had if they had a hundred, uh, if they had a hundred, if a hundred, I mean, a hundred. That's that's five uh, Bitcoin that got it out of the whole thing. I mean, those are big numbers there, but whatever. Um, but yeah, B Gold is worth completely nothing now too. But there was a time in. Oh yeah, there was there was all of them, but I yeah yeah. But the thing is, B B Gold was good because it was the first friendly fork. They straight up admitted we're just making a fork. We don't want to destroy Bitcoin. This is how we're doing our altcoin and Trezor create create a, a splitting mechanism. So it was easy to get that thing too. That that was very. But what happened with the B Gold is very interesting. That people don't remember Coinbase. For all you CUCKS that store your Bitcoin on a third party, well, Coinbase gave everybody free B-Cash, okay? They gave you the B-Cash that you earned or that you that you deserved, okay? Because even though they controlled your private key, it was your Bitcoin. Uh, but really, it wasn't. They but a year and a half to like their own No, well, what, what Coinbase did was they never gave people the B-Gold. They never gave... And the B-Gold was worth 5% at one point. Oh, so. Yeah, never. So there was a law, lo- there was a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit. And now, and now they make it more clear that they, they will not, if you have a coin with them and it forks off, they don't have to give you any of it. So they never gave those people their gold. They never did. And so what did, what did, what did they do with all that gold? They probably sold it themselves and made a bunch of money off of all the CUCKs that, and plenty of exchanges do this. You know, that's what, that's another, that's another reason why you don't keep your coins in an exchange. Dude, they sold the top Five percent. They made if they sold the top, they made five percent. That's incredible. <laughs> that would, but I don't yeah. I don't it know. Holding,
2: so for would be much, worth much more than five percent.
0: Dude, yeah. <laughs> they got, it, who knows what they did with the B-gold. But what I do know is that their customers never got the B-gold, and they had plenty of Bitcoin at stored at, at Coinbase in 2017. There was there's much more now. Because uh, people are stupid and they keep, they treat Coinbase like, well, they're not stupid. I don't want to, that's mean to say, okay. Um, it's just, Most people are used to third parties. Most people are used to storing their their wealth at a third party. So of course they're going to sell their, so they're going to store their Bitcoin at a third party. I mean, I can scream it to the mountaintops. I'm not changing some people's minds, but I'm just giving you a negative consequence. You're never going to get your forks uh, the, the next time around. You're not going to get that interest on your Bitcoin. Yeah, quick question. Quick question. Quick question. Yes. Guys, quick. Yes. Yes. Please. I keep, I keep giving away my coin and people keep calling me stupid.
2: Yeah, that it sounds pretty stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean <that's, laughs>
2: I know. I just keep giving it away. <laughs> just keep talking um, sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stupid.
0: If you give it to your family members, you're very nice. But if you're giving it to strangers, that, that might be a mistake. I mean, uh, you, that's a pathological altruism right there. Be, be careful. Be careful. Oh, I consider you guys my fam. I, you know, like, I just, you know, that's just what I do. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> okay. If you want to call it altruism. I would, I would uh, complicate it that way. I guess. But no. Um, but what's frustrating is when I give it away,
2: and I'm not sure if they get it because I, I, you know, clubhouse is
8: so glitchy. I want to make sure that they get it, and when I don't get a response, it's hard for me to know if they received it or not.
0: Is this like a hijacking or something like this? Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Okay. No, jo- Jonathan. Jonathan, you're the TSA here, man. You got to take care of the hijackers. Oh my! Just, uh, let, me, let me know you got
1: it, man. Let me go back to to Adam's uh, very energetic. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's bring it back. Yeah, I <laughs>
0: let him know he accidentally sent that dick pic to me. It was. It was <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> take it back, Dustin. Man, take it back to what we were saying. used to bother a lot more. Uh, I believe in the Alex Svetsky uh, way of looking at things right now. I mean, you just, you cannot waste your time too much on people who aren't going to listen. Um, that uh, if people need to find out, they're going to find out about it. I mean, I told, I, when I bought my first two Bitcoin in November of 2013, I went to a Thanksgiving party with my, my high school buddies. I I told them all about it. I was so happy. I, I mean, you know, I, I told my family members, I told I mean, but there, there, there comes a point. Like, I got emails from 2013 that I sent to one of my best friends in the world. I said, "You got to do this. You got to buy this, man." And I, and he never did. And it's just, you were looking for it, 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 it's just, it, yeah, it no. you know. I mean, that that doesn't make me like my friends less. Uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like not be friends with people anymore because they didn't listen to you yeah. about Bitcoin. I, I I will say that. Um, just like because most yeah. people. I mean, I, I had a guy, I mean, every excuse in the world, I remember being at a club back in 2017 in Baltimore and it, and Bitcoin had just was, yeah, it was when I was back for in, in December when Bitcoin was going wild. Okay. I mean, it, it, it just gotten to 19,000 or whatever it was. It was the height of the freaking um, bull market in 2017, 19, 000, 20- 2017, December 2017, I'm at a freaking club in Baltimore, okay? So you know it's Baltimore where I'm from. It's pretty ghetto, this club. And anyway, these dudes are coming up to me, and I. it looks like I'm on freaking cocaine because I'm just so energetic. And I mean, but I was so happy because my my whole world had changed. I mean, I was now I was a millionaire, and I, I was just so happy. I was preaching Bitcoin to all these people, and people were saying to me, well, how about this other one? You know, how about if it gets overtaken? How about it's unbelievable. They can see that I am as happy as I've ever been in my freaking life. Well, maybe they couldn't, because I'm always pretty energetic, but whatever. They can, everyone's got to come up with a freaking excuse. And uh, and it's just, a, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do. Um, what I do to, to get in touch with the normies, I just keep doing my YouTube channel. I, get, I keep on tweeting out if it's going to be normies, if it's going to be oldies, if it's going to be whoever. I just, you know, I, I keep my place... I keep my real estate in the attention economy. I don't. I don't like that term, attention economy. But I keep them. I'm. I'm keep them being a public person in the space. Um, I, I don't do videos as much as I used to. But I mean, that, I, that's my. That's how I reach out to the normies now, and 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 the oldies. And I just. I try to use my head. I don't believe in the Bitcoin Inquisition. I don't believe in like cutting people off from Bitcoin. I have been saddened by what some people believe. Uh, in terms of governmental views, in terms of, you know, there's all people worry about the government way too much, but that's the beauty of Bitcoin. There could be your worst enemy can be in Bitcoin and you should be willing to appreciate that and love that because there's nothing you could do to kick your worst enemy out of it. So I, I welcome anyone here. And I just, I just know that the reason Bitcoin has value is because per someone who hates me, can be in this thing, and I, I can do nothing. I can't. I can't take away their Bitcoin. I can't tell the government to to make them not be a Bitcoiner anymore. And uh, so that th- that's my uh, that's my reach out to the normies right there.
1: all-time highs you know i'd been watching
2: that chart for years at that point and i was like you know this is happening again and this is not going to stop and i you know i really like i said before i really got to understand it and why it was what it was and it, it, it totally changed everything you know what's annoying is like you write about this stuff forever and tell everyone no
0: No. Never that oh dude. Never comes. Dude, you haven't had people thank I've had people on on the internet DM me and they said thank you for making me a millionaire. I've had quite a few people tell me thank you for making me a millionaire. So I I've gotten some thanks. I That's all it
2: Dude, is, so, is that why you're in the hexa wallet now? We are changing the name because Hex has ruined Hexa. I support this. is the new name decided? It's, there's a couple options we're throwing around. Call yeah. it the fuck Richard Hart wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a is
0: that is that American HODL? Is that American HODL? What's up? Dude, man, remember you showed your face for the first time ever. It was on my show, baby. That's where you debuted with the that real. Whole, that whole saga, uh, that night took on a life of its own. No, 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 no. But it was, it was before that. No, huddle you were on my show before that. That's it. You... No, I know, I know, I know. But that was the first time. He, yeah, in, in Vegas, two year. Would you be in Vegas this year? We're coming up on the two year anniversary, baby. Yeah, dude, I'm... Oh, you be. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's logistics. I know. Yeah, never mind. I, I should have known you'd be there, actually. But um, no, no, that was a, that was where I, 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 you were. That was your first in-person uh, acknowledgement as, as being American HODL at, at that event. At that event. But your your first. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy. Uh, I mean, that was a crazy time because right after that, everybody got scared about the virus too. Um, that was Tona perfectly placed that event. To have it happen right before, the, not that he knew it was going to happen that way, but the, that Is was... Is there a way to bring Trace Mayer back? I feel like I wouldn't mind him. No, 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 you guys don't understand. He's working for uh, Caitlin Long, I'm pretty sure. I, I yeah, and, he, and he bounced on his own accord, you know? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I met him at that event in 2020. I, I liked him a lot. Uh, he
2: didn't try to show anything to me, <laughs> in person at least. I feel like Trace Mayer came back if he
0: wanted to. Don't, don't, yeah, I that. You, everybody, that—that's the biggest. People ask me about that, like, when's Trace gonna come back? I'm like, I'm not my brother's freaking keeper here. And and again, it's like, don't put people on pedestal. He is a smart guy. He is a really smart guy. But you shouldn't need him around to to love Bitcoin. I don't think he's gonna come back. I think he, I think he likes being a really wealthy dude behind the scenes. Um, I, I think his disappearance was a little unplanned there. That was <laughs> that was impromptu right there. But I. I I remember a lot of people, you know there was a lot of theories afterwards that it was 4D chess and that that's why he had gone around at the conference talking to so many people about it We didn't talk to everybody you know I still don't understand why he talked to you about it but then he didn't talk to other people about it it was it was a yeah, weird yeah. it was a weird choice very weird it choice was, uh, I I I I had people telling me before I arrived that they thought he had something to do with it, and I said there is no way he has anything to do with this. This is crazy conspiracy. And then when I got there, a Canadian guy came up to me and said Trace brought it up to me. I was what the heck? I didn't know what the heck was going on. And then. Oh come on, God! Come, come on, come on! <laughs> oh man, no, he. Uh, it, it is. People could watch. Uh, that was Trace Mayer's like last appearance on a regular show was with me and American Hoddle. We're standing there at Tone's conference. We're joking around. It, it's it's pretty funny. And people were in the in the chat in the YouTube chat were asking about the uh, uh, the, the, the the altcoin or whatever. What was it? Damn uh, the. Mimblewimble, people were at, and and again, I I didn't want to like even bring it up at that point. I'm like, this can't, they can't be serious. Uh, you but you know, I still feel bad doxing. I still feel bad doxing the private conversation I have with Trace because like I really don't like to do things like that. And I wasn't going to
8: if he had just been trading a shitcoin. But he gave me this whole pitch about how he was going to use Mimblewimble coin to attack Bitcoin, and I was like, whoa, whoa. you've jumped the shark here for me, buddy. Like.
0: And then that was when I decided to tweet but, By the way, do you remember that afterwards Tone had the Scammies event at that yeah, bar? Yeah, but I, do you know, I didn't even hear, it was so hard to hear There's at that no event. Ground, I know, I was at the bar with Jack Mallers, and like, I didn't even know that happened Me, until later. Yeah, I didn't know it happened until the next day. I had no idea. I had no idea there was any drama with Trace at all until the next day. And and. Right, so really. Yeah, it, it and was, it was, but I, you could hardly hear Giacomo because he was so loud. He's got that accent. It was just, it was different. I didn't know what the, I didn't know what was going on at that, uh, at that Scammies thing. And it was, and so the, the next day I'm hearing, you know, at the Scammies, it was revealed and I didn't know what the heck anybody was talking about, man. It was surreal. I I like Trace and I think there's a definite path for redemption for Trace. I don't think Roger has a path well, again, Trace, is, proof of keys is a glorious thing that we should never forget. People need to pull their Bitcoin off of these third parties because these third parties are trading fake Bitcoin and it's hurting the price of Bitcoin. I, I, I do believe there is some fake Bitcoin out there and it's not going to be called out until all these people take their Bitcoin off these exchanges and there's a bank run. And unfortunately, some people are going to get screwed majorly. But that, I mean, that was the risk they took in the first place. So, proof of keys is something that Trace Mayer, um that everybody should uh, appreciate and uh just you know get get your bitcoin off those exchanges and that's, that that's a good way to remember trace if he never comes back just get your bitcoin yeah, group of keys the best is the best trace legacy i think yeah what about the mira multiple it's
4: been okay trace mirror. No, Trace created the 200-day moving average as an indicator, and Preston named it the mayor multiple. That so
2: wasn't okay. It's a pretty basic indicator, I mean, keys, isn't that, like, in January?
5: Like, maybe we should revive that, you know, just bring it yeah, back. Like, yeah. yeah. Trace mayor. We did. Just, we, no, we just, did
2: a, a, no, we did a really bad day. job on it last year, like a terrible job, because Trace wasn't there to spearhead it.
0: Yeah, it was terrible this year. It's January 3rd. It already passed. And no one talked about it this year hardly at all i was, was trying to push it I, I was even offering people free bitcoin if they took their coins off the exchanges
2: but it's just i got no reach yeah i'll take your bitcoin brad for i'll put some money on the exchange to take it off i'll, I'll take some bitcoin, so, like, I literally replied you, bitcoin brad? it was like robin hood was posted this or pr- was promoting this tweet that was saying deposit your bitcoin into Robinhood, and we'll give you like twenty dollars for free so i quote to you and i was like i'll give you twenty dollars for free to remove your bitcoin from every (laughs) centralized exchange (laughs) like just dm me and show me a screenshot and like nobody dm nobody dm me dude speaking of of weird things like that like um um fucking colin i i I don't like him colin's a great guy I, i saw him tonight but uh, when we first met at Clubhouse, I was talking. Oh, you were both my- there without me? You're both <laughs> Bitch, you could have come. You could have come. I was going to, and then I was just like, eh. I don't know when what yeah, anyway. going. Anyway, Whatever. Colin offered me, I think it was half a Bitcoin. Uh, if I could prove I had a UTXO for 2011. And I've since gone through all my shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I've confirmed I can do that. And I'm like, I've been debating. Uh, Fredrick Colin to be like, "Hey, about the half bitcoin, he's good for it, right? He's got a bunch of <laughs> bitcoin, right? Like, maybe he would just do it as <laughs> like an honor thing. Maybe what do you think? Yeah, no, he would. I've been feeling kind of broke lately, so maybe it's, it's worth, worth pursuing. I mean, that would be the time it's worth, you know, less doll hairs than it was. Exactly, to, you know. he'll feel like he's getting that half bitcoin lost. Right cheaper price here's the question the call like be more or less afterwards that's the more important question <laughs> <laughs> they'll like you they less them. but they'll respect you more mm, true damn respect for being liked what put it,
3: put it Dustin you made safe look like a midget in that picture
8: dude not is he small are you mad giant? some Dustin's a big dude in real life. Just both.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty big. I'm like 6'5", 6'4 and a half, whatever. Yeah, Dustin's a little bigger than I am. I consider myself a big dude. How long did I uh, did a back-to-back comparison? I think Shelly was, ju- was the judge. Maybe yeah, she was too small to see what was going on. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you just eyeball it, you know?
6: I'm pretty good at guessing heights of men. Okay, sure. so here's, here's a follow up question with Colin thing. I mean, I, mean, I was hijacking, but um,
2: would half a it would be divinity? I fucking pronounce the word divinity to uh, Colin call- Ding.
6: It, then that's what matters you're asking if a half a bitcoin is a lot to corn yeah is a lot to everybody clearly you it's don't true. know about his silver collection he has silver you're kidding he has like silverware <laughs> yeah, just a little better <laughs> like but, you know, no no but it's, it's like very very expensive
2: dude Adam, going back to like feelings that Adam was feeling during the bull market that he was describing, I was feeling the exact same way. (laughs) Like, it was, it was, uh, like, cocaine is not that good, you know what I mean? Like, I had never experienced a drug like that in my entire life, and for, like, two weeks, I was in, like, a permanent euphoric state. Oh my god, I remember I woke up in the middle of the night to, like, check the Bitcoin price, and
0: and I think it hit 20000 or something, and I just woke up and couldn't sleep again. So euphoric. Hey, I got a question about, uh. someone brought up silver. What do you, I still get people uh, that tell me like, yeah, I'm stacking silver. Like, who can do this anymore? Who can still believe? <laughs> like, this is a legit, you know, you're in this, you're in, in this digital realm talk, talking with Bitcoiners and you talk, talk about stacking silver. Still, I, I, I do not get it. And it's it's usually some guys that are leaning toward the boomer age. But I mean, I, this people have been waiting like since freaking 1980 for silver and gold to like take over the world and i mean every single day we become more and more digitalized uh, it's it's not happening and and just I, I don't see how people are not embarrassed when they bring up silver
6: silver it's because they're like ten thousand dollars each piece so it's kind of just like a bougie thing to have okay now i'm now i'm feeling inclined to pursue this uh, yeah i'm trying to help you in a roundabout yeah, way um, to
2: extend without yeah, can doxing can we, so much you definitely sign <laughs> but, at yeah I So
6: wonder you, what's the message she'll let me sign is What do you have to do for this half-a-Bitcoin, Dustin? I want someone to give me Uh, half-a-Bitcoin. I I had in my profile, I
2: ever since removed it, that I was, like, class of 2011, my clubhouse. He didn't believe me. And he gave me a challenge. He was like, you know, if you could prove that, I'll give you half-a-Bitcoin. So, I mean, I
6: presume... Oh, yeah. Yes, Dustin. That's sick. Congratulations.
2: I presume... Proving that implies science a message. So ideally, it'd be something
6: funny. Yeah. Can
2: I have a bet too? He took.
6: He made a bet, and you won the bet. So take your Bitcoin and
2: don't forget about it. I have UTXOs from 2011, and I wasn't here then. The Cow. out. Oh. Can I? Can I just use my uh, Bitcoin Talk? For signature. I think that's the that's the trick.
4: Pick him in here. You spent the Bitcoin, yeah, of course, you'd be able to sign from that address, right? Listen, yeah. Justin, I'm well need. Go for
2: it, Sean. No, no, it wasn't
6: important. No, no it, but I always like it when you talk. <laughs> Hopefully, I like this. No, I was just going to say, I'm getting a ping call in for you right now, but you're going to have to give me a portion of that uh the Bitcoin for my search. Sheamus.
2: About uh, what was it? Your, your company or something else? No products that she likes. Yeah, Wait, I, I love like ah, cordless waterpicks.
6: No, 19-1. I don't have a cord. So I am excited about waterpicks in general, and I think everyone should own one. I don't have a cordless one that I am excited about. That I do have two of the like just traded ones on Amazon. I just am not excited. You about What like, like the, the dental hygiene tool? Yes, correct. Oh my God! Whenever I hear somebody say crypto, I'm like, Oh my God! Like, and I and I and it's people think that's because I'm an OG, and I'm like, Oh no, no, I'm pretty new here. But
2: but I do have to thank all of you guys uh, for for really steering us newbies uh, to the right direction because there's you know a lot of people that obviously have been idiots and they go down the wrong path. But but you guys uh, you know have helped us kind of warp speed into a, a level of knowledge that probably would have taken a lot. Longer. i'm not convinced that you, even if you come in late like if you came in in the last couple of years and you still think that crypto and blockchain are like the words you should be using that you understand what you're talking about yeah i think there's like Just They're ideologically aligned with us. Like, look at somebody like a Steve Barber. You know, like Steve Barber was from that industry before he was a Bitcoiner. And then, you know,
0: he, he merged the two industries. But, like, he's pretty fervent at Bitcoiner now. Steve's been in the space since 2018 at least. I mean, he, that that's a, that's a pioneer right now uh, c- compared to some of these dudes. I, I don't think it's a sin to use the word crypto. I, I, I slip up all, all the time. The people who fixate on using blockchain over and over and over again, usually it's a clue in that they don't really know what they're talking about. But, I mean, uh, be, be careful judging people by... when I I think the way to demarket is just say centralized versus decentralized. There's only one that's truly uh, decentralized. All the other ones you can sue someone at and thus they are, uh, they can be potential, (laughs) they are potential victims of regulation. Uh, Anything that has an ounce of uh, centralization, if it's got a founder, it it can be blackmailed. It it can be a, the government can go after it. I think, I think that's, that's a, you know, and and that that teaches people uh, the definition of a of a term. Also, they they really understand what decentralization means, and uh, that is Bitcoin. All, all the rest are, uh, to a point, can be uh, co-opted in some way because of se- some centralized uh, aspect, whether it be uh, you know a known founder like with uh, Vitalik, or just the straight up coins that are venture capital funded companies. That's 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 really all, all they are, and they are totally slaves to the regulators i mean those guys don't want to get sued and stuff and that's that's the beauty i mean what do, you, what do you want to be with do you, do you do you want to be with something that's uh at the whim of of government regulators or do, i mean and the other thing to look at too um on a positive note uh, all those centralized uh cryptocurrencies whatever you want to call them they are shields for bitcoin they are they they are distractions for the elizabeth warrens if elizabeth warren wants some blood if she wants a victim they are plenty of centralized uh coins out there that she, she can go after and I used to I used to agree with you on this but I think it's changed recently and I, I think the reason it's changed is because of the the ESG fund oh so, yeah you know essentially like proof of work is dirty and bad for the planet and they can make this claim that like our coin is green and clean and beautiful and it's all puppies and rainbows over here that is another beautiful differentiation we're going to get to one day Bitcoin will be the only proof of work left standing And it it will be a platform for the whole world to be taught that this ESG stuff is a bunch of BS, that we need energy usage for anything productive on this planet. If you want to go crap in the woods, then you believe in ESG, okay? Anything worthwhile takes power, takes energy usage, and it's just a complete clown world that we're living in where we have all these people demanding that people use less energy, they're demanding that we go back in time, that we cease progress in innovation, and I think it's going to be great when Bitcoin is the one, the only one left with a uh, proof of work, and that that will be the uh, that will be the differentiating line to, to teach people the difference between crypto and Bitcoin. You're not you're not going to have to you know worry about you say crypto or Bitcoin. You're just going to have to be saying this one actually. Uh, uses energy. These other ones create all this nonsense and all these games because they all gave in to the peer pressure. It is is it it is going to be the biggest fud. We have to prepare. I mean, everyone has to be prepared to be, be called like earth killers, okay? But, okay, we're, so what? We're killing the earth. We are promoting humanity. I care about humanity. I don't care about some freaking rock somewhere, okay? I want progress. I want to live to be 200. I don't want to go back to crapping in the freaking woods. And that's what ESG is all about going back in time. I like, the whole thing is stupid. Yeah, I I, I don't believe in even arguing with these people about clean energy versus dirty energy. You know, Nick Carter tries to get in all this philosophical stuff. It's a total waste. I think uh, we were talking about Steve Barber before. He had uh, a tweet, and he's going to be on my show on Friday, actually. Just saying, you know, ignore these people. Don't even stoop down to their level to argue, uh, because because then you give them like validity that they 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 actually have a point that we should care about. we should care about the spotted owls more than we should care about humanity and progress and stuff. You know, we will figure out a way if things start to get, if people are actually hurt by pollution and all this stuff that they they say that Bitcoin mining is creating, well, there will be innovation. We'll figure it out. We don't need to be stopped. Let, let progress continue here. I am, I am a pro progress, pro innovation kind of guy. And I understand that energy has to be. You have to use energy for anything useful in this world. Okay, anything productive in this world needs energy. And I. I mean, I, I'm not going to get down into all the dirtiness with these people that are trying to make everybody feel guilty about the. the no, I. I am proud to be associated with something that is freeing people and it is bringing financial progress to this world like nothing else has ever in the history of mankind and uh i let all the trolls just say oh it's a killing the environment yeah, wh- whatever dude I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna wait but again we should be aware it is gonna be a huge narrative and also Bit- bitcoin is not patriotic that will also become a, a, a big uh a big narrative it, it's used by uh You know, it's used by January 6th insurrectionists. You're with the insurrectionists if you like. You're an energy, you're a spotted owl killer insurrectionist if you like Bitcoin. I mean, get ready. FUD 2022 right there, right there. Get ready for that.
8: Don't worry about it so much.
1: Exactly. Why
8: not? Because every, uh, because TikTok another block. That's why. And if it's associated with all the people that have guns, uh, still don't worry about it because it's then being associated with all the people that have the guns. Um, tick, I just, I, I really care about the political situation of Bitcoin, but I also think it's going to keep going, regardless of the political situation. Hey, apparently uh, Naval wasn't here listening to us for a few minutes. Burner account, right? Hey, Hoddle, tell yeah. me honestly, no, does uh, Jason teams Williams teams have people in here with <laughs> burner accounts listening to us? 24 I 7.
2: Mean, uh, I don't think so. I doubt it, personally. I, I think if Jason
4: I don't
8: think Annie got placed in here though. Okay, because when we were talking about a Bitcoin credit union, it went out on
1: Jason's uh, Twitter account instantly. And I was like, what the fuck's that about?
6: Wait, so he wasn't a part of that conversation? Correct, and he was not in the room. And it went out on his Twitter account at this exact time the Hoddle, myself, and a few other people were talking about. What well, was the topic? I
2: couldn't hear you. Bitcoin credit union. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say, from my own experience, I was at a Bitcoin meetup this evening where we have not been on Clubhouse at all, and we were talking about Bitcoin credit union. So, could just be like in the air. They
6: probably saw his tweet. Frog, how many people do you have placed in Clubhouse, listening to all the rooms? Fess up, stand. I mean, I don't,
1: I don't burn human hours on it. I just, you know, spend all of my time reviewing
8: past Clubhouse audio. I mean, that seems worth it. That's intense. Somebody, I'm curious though. So somebody fill me in. Why, why would Jason need to be sneaking into the room? With I, I didn't say that. I and I don't think that at all. It was, a, it was sort of a semi joke. I'm like how many people he has working for him or
1: something. If anyone's serious about Bitcoin credit unions, I've got some pretty good domains.
7: Hey mods, do you intend to have this
5: room be recorded?
6: Because if not, feel free to turn it off. Jonathan, were you guys recording this on purpose?
5: No, we're not recording.
6: it. All right.
8: Yeah, Dina, let let him loose. Go.
2: Yeah, back to uh, orgies and cocaine. I
8: believe that
2: Uh, was the uh, topic (laughs) of choice.